Ahoy! <laughs> Are we excited? I know. Welcome to the season two finale of Bottom of the Stream. We got it. We made it. We and got there. You got here with us. Thank yes, you. Thank you for joining us through this two seasons. Amazing. Nearly a full year. I April know. Weeks, we'll be doing it a full year. When will our birthday be? April, April Fool's Day. F- April Fool's Day. April the 1st, it's a, Very which apt. is a Wednesday. So we'll maybe do something. I'm just thinking on the fly. I probably shouldn't have said that. No. We'll do something for so We might have to scratch this whole thing because I've not worked out when this actually comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come out then. The first week of season three will be the anniversary okay week. still need to scratch look, this at us, look at us planning on the on the fly i'm not cutting it out that's okay, fine. fine that's fine these guys don't mind as we said last week the um, this we're recording this literally straight after we recorded last week's episode so we're i'm not gonna ask you how you are because i already know good i'm just eating oh, at yeah, McDonald's. Not ask me, sorry. <laughs> just eating a mcdonald's so i'm all full of processed beef and milkshake <laughs> i didn't have a milkshake i had i love milkshakes i can't believe that you don't like milkshakes no, how long have we known each other 20 over 20 odd years. Yep. Too many years to mention. I didn't know you didn't like milkshake. No, I I've learned something new about you tonight. Crazy. Still learning. I like to surprise you. <laughs> so, because of that, we haven't got any news or anything that we've watched because we haven't watched anything in the last 20 minutes. Well, we have got some news. We have got some. The most important news. The most important news. So, what we thought we'd do, instead of giving you Netflix news or what we've watched on Netflix, we thought we'd uh, run through the categories of the Botskas, which will be coming next week. They will. After this week. <laughs> Sorry, it's all confusing. When you record in advance, it gets confusing. That's time for you. The Botskas are going to be our first of our annual award ceremony, where the 50 films that we've watched, because we've now watched 50 films as of the end of this episode, yep. are eligible to be nominated in these categories. Yeah, anything from season one or season two. Yep. And uh, we're going to do an award show next week. We are. Oh. It's going to be full of surprises and fun times. I've hired a tux. Have you hired a tux? Uh, only the top half, because we're sitting <laughs> at a desk. That's true. I not, don't need to see the bottom half. Not gone for the trousers <laughs> or, sh- or shoes. I've hired a really nice ball gown as well. I've just <laughs> not decided which one to wear yet. So, uh, yeah, so the categories. Should we want to run through them? Sure. Should we take it in turns? Let's do it. So, you go first. Okay. So, uh, we will go first with a category suggested by one of our patrons, Ross yes. Cook. Yep. And that is Most Misleading Trailer. Yes, so we will be given an award for the film with the most misleading trailer. Because there's been a few of them. There has been quite a few of them, that's very true. And we will, uh, we're will. we not going to um, go through the nominations now. No, we will, we will save the nominations that for the on the night, or on the show. And and of, along with the winners? Yes. What does this mean? Uh, batshit, most batshit oh, yeah, okay, crazy yeah, film. So the, ne- the next award after that is the most batshit crazy film. So this is going to be a film that's batshit crazy. That's one of our catchphrases, or my catchphrase on the show. Yeah. Because everything we watch is batshit crazy. What have we crazy. seen that's just been bonkers? Yeah. And which is the most bonkers? And did it make sense? Maybe. Maybe or was it? Yeah. <laughs> Again, not a shortage of contenders for this one. No, not at all. Uh, after that? Uh, the Drowning in the Stream Award. Now that's an interesting cat- interesting name for an award. What does that mean? So we are going to give this to an actor or actress who we think is basically slumming it at the yeah. bottom of the street. When they shouldn't be. Who's, we've you seen know, quite a few. Yeah, we've had we've Oscar had, winners. We've had Oscar winners. We've had, we've had very famous people. Golden Globe winners, BAFTA winners. What the hell have you turned up in some <laughs> of these films for? Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll point out the best one of them for you. Closely followed by Best Death. Oh. I think that says it all. Yeah. Which film has had the best death scene? I can think of quite a few. Yeah, there's been a good... We've had some good death scenes. Uh, then we have got Best Non-Human. <laughs> Yep, says it all. Robot, dog. Who knows? Who knows? Could be anything. 
So an award for something who is not human. Following that, we're going to have an award for worst performance by a actor slash actress. Yep. We're not having actor slash actress awards, are we? We're grouping our worst people into into non-gender roles. Cool. Yeah, they're all actors. Like it should be in 2020. <laughs> so worst performance is going to be a category. I can think of lots of them. I don't know. Are we going to narrow that down? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I think what we're going to do with this show is we'll, as we will, we'll obviously go through the nominations. We'll talk a little bit about them. Yeah. And uh, we don't know who's going to win. No, um, I mean, we still haven't picked the winner. We are just going to kind of debate that live, aren't we? Yeah. And agree. <laughs> Hopefully agree. <laughs> or we agree not. on the stream table quite often. So it's going to be, there might be some arguments. There might be some fisticuffs. There might be. Be interesting. And we'll, we will award. We will award accordingly. Yes. Hmm. Should be interesting. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, the next one is most memorable moment. No, There's been a lot of memorable moments. Sure. So that should be a good one. Then you get to the, what would probably say the top three awards. Best performance would be next. So obviously that's the opposite of worst performance. <laughs> we think has deservedly given the best performance in the films that we've watched out of the top 50. Yeah. And then the two big ones. Yep. Biggest waste of time. <laughs> the film. That we, so these two, because obviously the, the other one is the, we've called it Hiddenest Gem because we're on here looking for hidden gems, yep. aren't we? These two are obviously, because we do the stream table every week, it should be obvious what's going to win, but it's not. No, not at the, all. It isn't necessary. Just because the film appears at the bottom of the stream table doesn't make it the worst film. It's just what we thought at the time. Yeah, and, equally. And what's at the top. The biggest waste of time worst. may not necessarily be the worst film. Yeah. It just might be a complete waste of time watching yeah. it. I, I, I've said a couple of times, you know, we've seen films that I did not enjoy or yeah. enjoy, I found boring. But I wouldn't say it was the worst film. Yeah. Um, equally, I've seen it, some terrible films that actually were so bad, they were quite entertaining. Yeah, definitely. There's a difference between best and favourite, isn't there? Yeah, sure. There's, there's so... My, I know for a fact that the, I've got a favourite film in my mind out of the top, out of the 50 that we've watched, but it also is not at number one of either stream table. Yeah. There's a bit of a sneak peek for you. Ooh. So it could be anything. Anything could win them. We will uh, be here next week for the Botskas ceremony and we will reveal the winners of all of those categories. Yeah, we'll send some stuff out on the socials as yeah, well. So um, our resident artist, Ross, He's, has yeah. designed an award. He has. It's really cool. So well, that as would you be would, out there. As you'd expect, a fantastic piece of work. Oh, we didn't mention as well, we're going to do a, we're going to start Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. So that'd be on there as well. So somebody will be inducted into the bottom of the stream so Hall of Fame. We will not be nominating people. We will, you we'll, and I will we'll select decide. a person or persons. Yeah, I think, are we going to do more than one? Uh, we've not had this discussion. We haven't, we should have that discussion. <laughs> I have a couple of ideas. I'm sure you have a couple of I ideas. Have. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that and then. What we need to do though, if we're opening a, a bottle of the stream hall of fame is you need to clear some uh room on one of these walls <laughs> and in this and on the on the boat and um we'll get we'll get some frames up of the entrance i can do that they could go up there look above the uh above the pop vinyl so sure. i'll do that <laughs> i have to pick it you've said people. it so you must <laughs> now do this i Absolutely. i am delighted yeah so uh, we're looking forward to doing it aren't we we've been we've been planning it since like the very beginning of the podcast I like, accidentally, yeah, I just kind of had that idea, like after we'd done about two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so we've been, it's, you know, it's been it's in our here. heads for a long time, and now it's here next week. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to recording that one, and I'm looking forward to getting it out there. Yeah, cool. We've got uh, who who came and did the um, monologue at the Oscars a couple last month. Oh, um, was it Steve Martin? Yeah, and Chris, Chris Rock. 
Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. They're, they're not coming. <laughs> they're busy. No. I wonder if we could get somebody. Oh. Listen then next week. See if we can get somebody to do an opening monologue. Yeah. Oh. I'll see what I can do. I can't okay. can't promise. That might be a bit short notice, but I'll see what I can do. Or maybe we can do our own. Yeah, fine. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, we're we're planning on the fly. Because we've been planning for a year. We're yeah. planning on the fly. This uh, is another one of those conversations we should have had before we started recording. Yeah, these guys are old friends. Yeah. They know what we're talking about by now. Right, should we probably... Oh, I'm going to run through the socials. Yeah, do that. So follow us on Twitter for updates on the bots because on anything else we do. It is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Instagram is the same. Obviously, you'll be able to see the award that we're going to give out on Instagram. That will go up soon. Um, Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The website is www.bottomofthestream.com. And Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. So Patreon is where you can give us a little bit of money each week, each week, each month. And we will give you some merch and some little benefits and some hidden episodes. And just treat you like friends, basically. Which you all are. Absolutely. Uh, if you can't do that, then please give us a review or a rating or under rating on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Yes. Because it helps the algorithms. And it, it puts helps the what? Algorithms. <laughs> and it puts us in the ears of more people. It does. And it's always better when there's more of us. And that's about it. Yeah, that's it, I think. Do you want to uh, go straight into talking about this film? Uh, yeah, I do. I can't remember if we said our names. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. There we have now. <laughs> Let's crack on. Let's crack on. So, this week we watched a film called, we're calling it 211, because that's mentioned in the film, and it, but it looks like it's called 211, because there's no dash in there. Well, I was going to point this out. So, definitely in the title, yeah. on, on the poster, and on everything on, on Netflix, it is, there is no dash. No. So, it looks like 211. Two, two, oh, yeah, or 211. <laughs> 211. Yeah. Should we call it that? Yeah. <laughs> but in, there's definitely a point in this film, because it's a, it's a code it's for a... a Police, yeah, it's a cop incident. It's, I presume it? it's a code for a yeah. bank robbery, but yeah, Cage says it, doesn't he? At one point, he says we've got a two eleven in progress. Yeah, so we call that it is what it's called. Yeah, but that's it, not what it's called. No, it's called two hundred eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we watched a film called Two Hundred Eleven. It is from two thousand and eighteen. It is a fifteen. Runs for an hour and twenty seven minutes, and is currently rated at four point four on IMDb. Yeah, slow down for this season. As you might have noticed, it stars a gentleman called Nicholas Cage. Who needs no introduction, I don't think. I think everybody he knows does who not. Cage is. He isn't the first time he's appeared on our show. We reviewed one of his films in the last season. It might become a tradition that he has to be in every season. I don't know. We'll but, see. Uh, there's definitely a few more films on the list. <laughs> yeah. On the long list. So. Yeah, I mean, throw a fucking dart on Netflix, you're going to hit a Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah, yeah. film. And not a good one. <laughs> well, none of his big ones are on there, are No, they? none of his big ones are on there. Um, he plays a character called Mike Chandler. This film also stars Sophie Skelton, who plays a character called Lisa McAvoy. Uh, she's a British actress. Oh, I did not know that. She is. And she hasn't been in a lot of stuff, but she's currently in Outlander. Have I have heard, heard, Outlander? I've heard of it. It's yeah. a it's an Amazon show. Uh, but it's currently in its fifth season. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's in that. And also stars a guy called Michael Rainey Jr., who plays a character called Kenny. And he is in a TV show called Power, which is on Stars in America. And I think he's on Amazon over here as well. Not familiar with that. I don't really know it either. But he's also in seven episodes of Orange is the New Black. Okay. Now, did you notice anything quirky about the writing credits in this film? Don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's, it struck me as a bit odd. 
and I didn't look it up, but I have. I'll, I'll read out what it says. Okay. So this film's directed I th- I, by I, yeah. I think I might have clicked. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> this film's directed by a guy called York Alec Shackleton. Yeah. And it says in the writing credits, based on a screenplay by York Alec Shackleton, but then it says screenplay by John Rebus. <laughs> so York Alec Shackleton has written a screenplay. Yep. John Rebus has rewritten it, and then York Alec Shackleton, Shackleton has gone out and directed this. Film. But they've not got a credit as both written no. by it. So Shackleton's, Shackleton's come up with the idea. Rebus has written it. It's based yeah. on a screenplay by him. Rebus has then gone and rewritten it, and Shackleton's got the job of directing something that he wasn't good enough to write. Sounds fishy. It made me laugh. I thought it was quite weird. You won't know your Calic Shackleton, I don't think. But he has released a film in January of this year. Okay. That is currently rated as the lowest film in 2020 ever oh. in the in the in the world. Um, it's currently rated at 3.0. Tell me IMDb. more. What is this film? Uh, yeah, I've written everything down except what it's called. <laughs> Bear with. You surely expected that follow-up question. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. All right, the film is called Disturbing the Peace. Okay. It's currently rated at 3.0 on IMDb and stars Guy Pearce. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> do you want to know the synopsis of it? I do. Uh, a small-town marshal who hasn't carried a gun since he left the Texas Rangers after a tragic shooting must pick up his gun again to battle a gang of outlaw bikers that has invaded the town to pull off a brazen and violent heist. Right. Now, as you know, IMDb have user reviews yep. from people who have seen it. And this film is described by one reviewer as zero stars, literally unwatchable. Oh, amazing. Because <laughs> that, that sounds fairly sort of nondescript from the yeah. uh, synopsis. It's another cop drama by yeah. the sounds of it. But yeah, it's, it has the distinction at the moment of being the lowest rated film of 2020. Let's keep an eye out for that. Yeah, so uh, if that appears on Netflix at any point, yeah. we will uh, get it on the list. Shall we start talking about what happens in this film? Yeah, so uh, we start in Afghanistan. We do indeed. And there's some admin going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is. Some exciting admin. Uh, there are a couple of suits Yep. Uh, making some bank transfers. Yes, there are. A female and a male. Now, straight off, this lady's sitting at a laptop, which appears to only have a green screen. Yep. That, it's, it's proper from the 80s. I love watching things like this. Like, she's, there's a close up on her fingers, tapping on the keys. The film, the, you can see there's like a progress bar on the screen going, and it is going. So yep. there's money's transferring, but she's still typing away like, crazy even though nothing's happening on the screen and she isn't she isn't hitting any keys yeah if you look at the her fingers she's hitting the gaps between the keys she's playing air air computer air computer is so funny honestly check it out if you just watch the first two minutes of this film you'll see it i so something struck me before we even got that far though that so just literally as we're we're um we're entering this camp as as you call it and you get afghanistan come up on the screen yeah the credits are rolling yeah and instantly the type i don't know what it is it just looks cheap yeah it does so you can tell this is small small scale small small budget budget. we're clearly not in afghanistan (laughs) no (laughs) you know it it just it looks cheap yeah straight away it does straight from the offset it looks cheap and then suddenly she says oh the money is secure and this man's quite happy about that so whatever they were doing they've managed to get the money and they get kind of Bundled out of this room after that, don't they? And they're yeah. put in the back of cars. But suddenly a car bomb goes off and there's a huge explosion. Yeah, they're getting into this convoy essentially, yeah. aren't they? And and the convoy starts to explode. Explode before they've even gone anywhere. Um, a sniper takes out a few people. There's attackers in them lower hills. Yeah, there really are. Um, yeah, a sniper takes out a few. And then a rocket launcher 
comes out of nowhere and that takes out yep. another car. It's all kicking off. And like we're literally less than five minutes into this film. And I've written, no time wasted here. <laughs> and I, thought, I, I was watching that I'm going to go completely off the film here and I've written myself a reminder to talk about this. Okay. I was watching this film and suddenly there was an enormous spider in my lounge. That's right. <laughs> to the point where it was like, normally I'm not bothered by spiders. Don't bother me in the slightest. Not don't bother me at all. I just I wouldn't even catch one and take it out of my house. Yep. Don't bother me. This one I was like, I'm not sitting in here with that thing. Really? It was enormous. Wow. It was like a tarantula. So I had to pause the film and get this spider out of my house. Humanely? Yes, caught it in the glass Good. and put it out. Good boy. But I have heard that if you put an indoor spider outside, it just dies anyway. Uh, I've heard that inside. before as well. So I don't know. I, I did put him outside, but he wasn't Might welcome. not have been an indoor spider. Might not have been. I, I, honestly, made. the only way he could have got in is by opening the door and letting himself in. He was enormous. <laughs> Maybe he posted himself to you. I don't know why I've um, written that down, but it just made me laugh. Um, so they, man- but they do manage to get away in the end, don't they? And, kind of. Well, yeah. For a, they get into a, a vehicle, yards. which drives away. Yeah. Uh, and then again, in my my first, how badly edited this film is. <laughs> so you you quickly notice as they speed away that there is a uh, a large digger. <laughs> Out of, at, at the perimeter of this yeah, convoy, that's moving uh, a little bit. It, it was being so, driven. Yeah, but you're you're supposed to think that the digger drove into the car to intercept them. Yeah, I just thought it looked like they drove into the digger. They definitely just drove straight into this digger. <laughs> yeah. it, were, like, it wasn't like they were on a road that was cramped in. They like, were in the desert. But it was like the car actually had to turn to into hit the, the digger. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, and you could the could the car could have gone anywhere else. It wasn't sure. on a road. It was in a desert. Yeah. It just turned straight into this digger and crashed into it. It was Ahmed that was driving. It didn't make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it just they just crashed. So he, Ahmed's a goner because the digger goes straight. Yeah, he's the, the driver. He's the he's, driver. He's yeah, he's a nobody. So he's he's yeah, gone. It doesn't matter. But she manages. The lady manages to run away. Yeah, she kind of crawls. Yeah, she crawls out and then sort of makes for the hills. Yeah, but she unfortunately gets shot in the back as she's running. So our man who was also doing the bank transfer, yeah. he he crawls out the back of the the yeah, he vehicle survived. as well. And standing over him are four, basically, special ops yeah, type guys. Yeah, masonry type guys. And they call him Boss. So yeah. they've obviously been working for him. And then they call him Ronnie. Yes, because that was his name, probably. You'd imagine. Yeah, I would have They say, Ronnie, you owe us a million dollars. Yeah, we should be dead. You owe us a million dollars. Give us our money. Yeah. Fuck up. And they, one of them shoots him in the leg, don't they? To yep. prove a point that they're like, make it... They're serious. They're serious, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, they've got they've got rocket launchers and stuff, but you know they've exploded everyone else that you yeah. were here. But just in case you weren't sure, yeah, just in case you weren't sure, we're serious. But and then Ronnie says, "Well, I've got that much money, but it's everywhere. It's split over loads and loads of different yeah. bank it's accounts." It's like that's what we were we've just been doing. Have you not yeah. watched the start of this film? <laughs> we've just been spreading money around. Um, so he says, "I need a bit of time," and one of them just goes, "Now," nah, shoots him in the head. Yeah, see you, so, Ron. See you, Ronnie. And yeah, he's done. Fade out of Afghanistan. Yeah. Although well, no, we, do get a we don't bit. fade out of Af- no. Afghanistan. <laughs> we don't, something because something really random happens. Well, no, and this is my point. Yeah. Because we get another title. Yeah. Which says Kabul. Yeah. Which is still in Afghanistan. It is. <laughs> Somewhere else in Afghanistan. I just thought it was a weird detail. Yeah, we didn't need that. We knew we were in Afghanistan. Yeah. And just, it was very odd. We're now with a, a lady. And she is meeting a meeting up with a guy. And they're going to swap bags in like this really mysterious way, aren't they? Like yep. people do in Afghanistan all the time, I would imagine. <laughs> sure. Um, really conspicuously in the middle yeah. of this village square. That's it. They're right in the middle of a village, in the middle of the road. Yeah. And they're just like, we've got the same bag, we'll just swap bags. Sure. But before that can happen, she gets kind of, well, she gets arrested, doesn't she? Yeah, and bundled and into bundled the back, into of, the back of this car. 
it turns out that she is a cop as well and she is working for she works for Interpol. Yeah, and it's the and she's not she's been fake arrested by yeah. the US army who are basically just pulling her out of the pulling, field. Yeah, because they need her to go and investigate what's just happened in this other place. So she gets taken to the scene where we've just been, where obviously the car bombs have all gone off, and she's there to try and figure out what happened. That's when it's revealed that she works for Interpol. She's got like a really neat app on her phone, hasn't she? Yeah. So she's she's like standing over <laughs> the the dead woman and she like face scans her yeah. with her phone and it like gets a hit in the system. Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, this is, I don't know, Ivana, get a top off <laughs> from Russia. She's, <laughs> she's a really wanted criminal. You'll notice that she's we're, been done for money laundering. We're going to giggle and laugh a lot all the way through this because this film's batshit greatly. There's, I had a great time. I did. I, I found it I so entertaining. I don't want to give anything away, but it is... It's just mental. Yeah. It just never stops from the very beginning until the very end. It's constant. It's, I was exhausted by the end of watching this. So, so the, yeah, so the, the woman was a um, money launderer slash smuggler. Yeah. And it turns out Ronnie was basically a war profiteer. Yeah, I that's think what she calls what it. Term. Yeah, the war profiteer. And in the last few years, he, he had stolen 100 million monies <laughs> from, from war zones, from... Various uh, denominations. Yeah. And then we also get the info drop that um, <laughs> the four mercenaries yeah. who did all this are wanted for various murderings yeah. of army people she, in the area. Straight away, she's like, oh, I suspect I know who did this. I know who did this. I suspect it's his old team. Yeah. So she's like the best policeman in the world. She knows this woman. She knows this man. She knows who's killed them. Yeah. Within like a minute of arriving on Job team, done. Job done. Sorted. Efficient. Yeah. And that's we leave Afghanistan there. Yep. We do actually leave this time, and we never to return. Head over to Chesterford, Massachusetts. And it comes up on the screen two weeks later. Yeah, unnecessarily because I hate when things do that. I went Does, to watch. Did I tell you, I went to watch The Invisible Man the other night. Uh, you've told me off air. I told you off air. I went to watch The Invisible Man the other night. Oh, did you? Which yeah. is really good. Yeah, but there's a scene in that, and it comes up two weeks later, and then instantly. He's like, oh, what have you been doing for the last two weeks? I didn't need the scene. If you're going to mention that it was two weeks ago, I didn't need the title card to tell me it was two weeks later. Do you but need apart it from that, spelling out? Apart from that, it's a really good film. Go and watch it. Yeah, and we meet Nick Cage for the first time. So he appears. He's a cop on the beat. He's an elderly... Well, not elderly, He's but... He's not elderly. He's <laughs> take that back. He's grizzled old cop. He's a veteran. He's playing, yeah, yeah, a veteran cop called Mike Chandler. And he's driving his cop car on his own. Nothing really happens. We just no, so it's just a transition. It's so just, yeah, he's a... he's driving his cop car, yeah. as you say. He's just he's just out on the beat, and he. I thought he drove past the high school. Yeah, maybe he did. And then it kind of C- cuts, cuts into, the high into the high school. Yeah, uh, and we meet a young chap called Kenny. Yes, uh, and he is getting bullied. Essentially, he he's getting beat up in a toilet. What happens when you get beat up in a toilet? don't know get your head put in a toilet it didn't wasn't in a toilet was it it was in a urinal that's still a yeah it was not a very nice place to have your head put <laughs> no. but normally it would be in a toilet but yeah he's just he's basically just being bullied by these guys at school isn't he yeah and there's and a bit of a commotion goes on and he kind of he fights back a little bit he does but he's he's quite restrained he's like it's yeah. obviously not the first time this has happened to him no. and he's he's trying to de-escalate things yes yeah. isn't he but then it comes it comes to a point and he he's turns around and he knocks the chief bully clean out literally one punched him straight whammo. down whammo but just as he does it obviously the <laughs> teacher walks in yeah so it looks like uh kenny's the bad guy in this yeah. situation but he isn't then we cut straight to so i'm not exaggerating now the beginning of this film is 
here's a character, here's a character, here's so, a character. <laughs> it's it is like, so paint by numbers. It, is, you, it really you, is. You it's get like, your 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 uh, setup in Afghanistan, yeah. and then we cut to, we cut back to the states, and it's here's your main character. Here's Nicholas Cage. Here's Kenny. Yeah. Here's the next person. Here's, here's the, the next person. So they, you get a minute with each one. Yeah. And then we're away. Because I've, I've written here, now we're in a house and a lady announces she's pregnant and the man's happy. Yeah. Because you've, you've no idea who these people are. <laughs> well, you, but then you, you kind of guess because there was a picture of Nicolas Cage on the side. Yeah, you do board. get it, but it wasn't explained at no. all. It was literally like one minute scene. It's Nicolas Cage's daughter. It is. It turns out to be Nicolas Cage's daughter and his partner. Yes. Not his partner. So <laughs> her husband, his is cop, partner. cop partner. Yeah. But oh, he's, he's estranged from his daughter. Yes. So he hangs out all day with her husband, but is estranged from her. Correct. It's weird. Then suddenly we get introduced to an older couple and it's their anniversary. So she, he's going out to work. His name is Randy and he is a bit Randy. <laughs> <laughs> he um, is a bank manager. He's the bank manager. So this will be important. We're giving you more information than we've got yes. at this point. At this point, we don't know who any of these people are. Well, he's like, oh, I'm going to work at the bank. His, his line is literally, <laughs> I am to going to work my job at the bank yeah. as the bank manager. And she's like, it's our anniversary. Make sure you come home for dinner. Yeah. And he's like, I will be back early <laughs> and we can get to it. She's really not happy that he's going. And then we get to we go to this gun shop and this and there's another man we get introduced to, but it turns out he's not important. He's just the man who in, opens the gun shop in the morning. So yeah, but he he there are uh, uh, this device is used uh, twice yeah. again. Here we are again. So Rossi has walked into uh, who's the Interpol agent? Was that her name? Yeah, yeah. I've she's just an Interpol lady. All the way she's through. walked into this gun shop. Yeah. and she said, "You sell weapons to these mercenaries," <laughs> and the guy goes, "No, I don't." <laughs> and she says. <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> and there's a picture of him with one of the with one of the mercenaries above his counter. And she's like, "Do you know this guy? His name's Trey." And he's like, "No, I don't know." And then she, do you know of... what? Do you know what that means? What the guy in the gun shop? What he forgot about Trey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! That's that's brilliant. Thanks. I'm giving you that. Thank you. I'm gonna give you a round of applause. <laughs> Yeah, because he's like, no, I have no idea who he is. And then she kind of just glances up and the camera follows her eye line and there's a picture of them together, and then the just gun, holding the, guns. The, the gun shop guy literally just goes, oh. <laughs> and he writes down a load of information yeah, he do, he, yeah, he just instantly just gives her everything She's she so, wants to know. She is so good at her job. She's really good. She can just get information in seconds of turning up at her scene. Then we cut to Kenny's mum, who yeah. is another character that we need to get to know. Yeah. Because she is not only Kenny's mum, she also works in the hospital. This will be important as a later. nurse. Yeah, so... Are you keeping up? And but um, she's with the head she's teacher. She's with the school principal, yeah. And um and the head teacher's like, Well, you know, we've got to discourage this sort of behaviour. Yeah, we can't have, we can't have fights and violence in my school. Are we gonna put him in detention? No. Are we gonna make him do extra homework? No. Are we gonna get him to do community service? No. Go and help old people cross the road? No. Put some plants in a nice communal garden? No. We're going to put him in a ride along yeah. with some police officers yeah. because that will show him <laughs> the error of his ways. No, she says it's that or expulsion. There's literally two options. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He can right. go and sit in the back of a police car for an afternoon yeah. or he can just not come back to school ever again. Yeah. His mum's not happy because I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned or if we should mention, but Kenny and his mum are black and obviously for a black kid to sit in the back of a police car is probably not the best look and she's yeah. not she's not happy about that but she doesn't have any choice no she's they, they, even, she, she, she says that to the principal that's expulsion she, she says that to the principal I don't think this is appropriate for a, a black lad to sit in the back of the police car 
And she's like, well, he'll be expelled then. The principal's got no sympathy. <laughs> she doesn't care if he gets shot by cops or not. It's just crazy. This is where we then find out that the pregnant, we, they cut us away. Get the, I'm not exaggerating. The scenes are so short and sharp yeah. right at the beginning of this film. It's just minute, two minutes at the most. So we cut again then to back to the pregnant lady. And this is where we find out that she's Nicolas Cage's daughter. <laughs> Her husband, Steve? Yes. She, he wants to name the baby after Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Not, not Nicholas Cage. That's not Nicholas Cage. Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That's going to happen in that film that Nicholas Cage is going to be in in a few years or whatever. He's like, maybe we should call it Mike. And, yeah. and she's like, oh, yeah. how dare you? This is my dad. I don't talk to my dad. And then she just launches into this whole, you yeah, know, you, you know that my mum died and he's not dealt with it. She had cancer, but he didn't realise it. Was, he couldn't deal with it. And until she died, he didn't accept it was even happening. And it's literally you're just this exposition is just blurted out as dialogue. Yeah. And I I found it I thought it was brilliant. It's <laughs> terrible. It is awful. But it's brilliant. Yeah, I, agree. I completely agree. It just she just babbles it for ten minutes in an argument. Well, not ten minutes, but like two minutes probably. Oh, and suddenly we're like, I, I, I had a quick look. There's only an hour left in this film. Yeah. It's Nicholas just... Cage has been in it for thirty seconds. <laughs> it yeah. It, nothing happens in the first well, stuff happens but well, the so first half an hour is just up. introducing you to all your characters because there's a lot of characters and now we've only film. got a TV episode left yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of characters in this film for such a short film I think that might be I my biggest criticism that you don't really form a relationship with any of them because yeah I think maybe calling them characters is a bit uh, <laughs> giving it a bit of credit as well <laughs> so she's in the middle of this rant and suddenly there's a car horn goes off outside and her dad, who she doesn't talk to, is yep. sitting in the drive. As Mike. To pick up Steve. Yeah. That's just a weird relationship. <laughs> so he spends all day with him, and she doesn't speak to him. Is this, yeah, Steve tells him now, doesn't she, that Steve tells Mike that his daughter's pregnant. Yeah. And he's like, oh, congratulations. Yeah, I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> That's what he says. But it's not like, oh, I should probably make up with them if I'm going to be a granddad. Nope. <laughs> this is intercut with the bank manager yeah the bank like getting ready to open up for the day yeah there's a delivery of money isn't it yeah and he's like oh and it literally cuts to him and he's like that's the last bit counted <laughs> i loved that so there's a, they're standing in the vault and there's a lady behind the table with must be a million it is i think 1.3 million dollars 1.36 million dollars <laughs> just on a table in cash and she's just counting it <laughs> like one by one note and he's like Oh, that's the last one. Now we can open it. It was like Fireman Sam yeah, or something. Yeah, it was you know, so stupid. You know, like in Anchorman when Ron Bergen is like, 98, 99. There you go. That's 100 bicep curls. Oh, shit, the battery's going on the laptop. Plug it in. Plug it in. Bear with. Be right back. PRB. And we're back. Sorry about that. That's fine. Where were we? Uh, so we've just counted all this money. Oh, in yeah, the we just counted all the uh, 100. $30 million, whatever it was. No, $1.36 million. Whoa. <laughs> That'd take a lot longer to count. Uh, and then meanwhile, the Mercs are gearing up. <laughs> yeah, they're in like a warehouse. Yeah. And they've got a lot of hardware. They've like got all sorts of different guns and yeah. rocket launchers and yeah. grenades and mines and everything. And they've got a big case. <laughs> yeah, they're packing it all into bags. Yeah. <laughs> a big. They've got a really big case, which is clearly a big gun. Yeah. But I think there's supposed to be like some tension as to what's in it. Yeah. Because there's lines like... Oh, have you got the... Well, I don't even know what the they call gun. it. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well have been. So, can I point out at this point that one of the mercenaries is Nicolas Cage's yes. son in real life? Western Cage Coppola. 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 Because he's... Cage and Francis Ford Coppola related in some yes, way. Yes, they are, yeah. Yeah. I think 
They might be uncle and nephew. Something like that. Was Am I right in thinking that Between Worlds had a relative of Cajun as well? I can't oh, remember. Now I you're feel, asking I me to remember. Like we've mentioned this before. If, anyway, if you look at this guy's IMDb profile, every film he's in has got Nicolas Cage in it. <laughs> Literally, he's, he only gets work because of his dad. He's a singer in like an emo punk rock band. He's like the muscle of the Mercs, isn't yeah, he? He's he the hulking. Lines. He's got like, yeah, one or two lines. One or two He's like the lines. hulking. Well, yeah, he's he, he loves all the... Yeah, he's got curtains. He's got... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the night is called and they wanted their hairstyle back. <laughs> it really has. And um, he does quite look a bit... He does quite look like Nicholas Cage. He does, like a bigger... You can see the resemblance. version of him. So yeah, they're, they're gearing up and heading out. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, Mike and Steve are meeting Kenny at the police station. But before that, he the guy plants a bomb in the cafe. Oh, is that at the same that time? Happens at oh, the okay. same time. So that I think that's cut into the same time. So there's a there's a cafe, and there's one of the mercs is sitting in the cafe, and he gets a bomb out of his bag and just sticks it to the underside of a yeah. table and leaves. Nothing else happens at that point, but that's just that will come more apparent why that happened later on. But then yeah, then you're right, and then they get to, Cage says. Cage uses the line of oh, "I think I'm ready to retire." He's a he's he's got a letter so, that you yeah. you see him at one point in his hand, and it is his retirement yeah. papers. Because it's obviously the movie trope of I've got one last job last before I retire. It's his last day, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he, he says to Steve, "This isn't a good time to be a cop." That's why I'm ready. I'm done. I'm ready to retire. Yeah, cause, and he's, he's like everyone's filming you all the time, yeah, and it's not a good time yeah. to be. It's probably, it probably isn't a good time to pick up. Yeah, and then the, that's when Kenny's mum drops him off for his ride along. Yeah, and they bust like Steve busts Kenny's balls a bit, yeah, doesn't a bit. he? They're, they're not happy, like, are they? He's like, "What? You know, we're going to take you out. You, what have you been up to? Oh, it's just what you little shit, all yeah. this sort of stuff." Because I don't know that Kenny's not a little shit. Yeah, and so you get a bit of a montage of him driving around with Kenny, don't you? And sure. They make an arrest at a gas station. Yeah, there's a homeless guy he's who's like, homeless he's guy who's just stole some off. cigarettes, hasn't he, I think. Yeah. Um, and Kenny, Kenny, Kenny films the whole thing. Kenny films the whole thing on his phone. Now, I'm not sure if you're supposed to do that or not. I'm not sure they'd have let him take his phone with him. No, I don't think so. In a ride-along situation. situation. Now, do you think this film was supposed to be called Ride Along? Because it is said a lot it is in said this a first lot. half an hour. Every scene is like, oh, they're going to do this ride along. <laughs> we need <laughs> to do say a it ride like along. <laughs> and I was like, I think this film was supposed to be called that, but there is a film called that. Yeah, and I think maybe they couldn't call it that. Is it an ice? Is it Ice Cube? Yeah, I think it is. Ride along. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be. But I think maybe they couldn't call it that. But they say a lot, yeah. like too much. And they only they, say two eleven once. Yeah, they do. So it makes me wonder if the film was supposed to be called Ride Along uh, to start with. Let's say that because it wouldn't make more <laughs> sense to be called Ride Along. <laughs> Or the bank robbery. <laughs> yeah. So then you get a little scene of the Mercs leaving the warehouse, mercenaries leaving the warehouse in their car. And just after they've left, the Interpol lady turns up. Yeah, it's literally their car leaves around the corner. And she pulls and around. She pulls on. on her own. Yep. Unarmed. Yep. She w- I don't know what she was thinking. No idea. But luckily they weren't there because they would have just killed her. She's that good of a job. She'd probably have just taken Probably just arrested all four of them with their hardware. Yeah, it just made me laugh. I was like, what were you expecting to find here? And she finds... How did I've, she find them as well? I don't know. Well, I presume the gun guy... She's good at her job. Yeah, the yeah, gun, the gun guy, guy got to give the information. information. But she finds a clue. <laughs> I was just taking a drink then. And it's she, literally, <laughs> she picks up like the corner of a label and she's like, aha. With this label. This clue. I love it when we just giggle all the way through. <laughs> it reminds me of a computer game though. Yeah. It's like, I will scan this room. Yeah, it's like, for a clue. This, put this in your inventory. Yeah, there is a clue. <laughs> she she literally finds it straight away as yeah. well. 
I didn't catch what it was to start with. It does explain later on what it was. It's a bit of it's, a label or yeah. something. Yeah. But it didn't make... Yeah, I, I didn't... Put they do tell there. you what it was later yeah. on, but... We'll get there. And then you've, the mercenaries arrive at the bank, don't yep. they? And you, that's in your next scene. So you get your kind of standard bank robbery spiel. So there's loads of people inside. Yeah. And... Hit the ground. Give us all ground. your phones. Yeah, you know. You've seen them all in movies before. Put all your phones in bags. And... Um, they take the bank manager out the back, don't they? Yeah, and they start filling... Yeah, um, they forced him to open the vault and they said they've got one minute to... They want to be in and out in a minute, is basically yeah. what they said, don't they? So you've got one minute to fill up the bags with all the cash, which is still on the table. Yeah. So three of them in the bank and one of them is in the getaway car yeah. outside. Now, our heroes, Mike and Steve and Kenny, are over the road. So it's like a town square, isn't yeah. it? So they're, they're the sort bank's of... on one side and they're at like a cafe kind of... Yeah, coffee diner, shop. Kind of coffee shop kind of on the other side of the square. And... Mike eyeballs something's not quite. He doesn't catch what's going on, but he doesn't. He eyeballs something's going on, doesn't he? And he's, uh, so he he they get the coffee, and he has it while they're waiting for Steve to get the coffee. He has a bit of a chat with Kenny. Yeah, this is like the oh, film's yeah. token effort at some character, and Kenny sort of says to Mike, "You know, it's not wasn't my fault. I get bullied all the time. I haven't got any friends." And Mike's quite sympathetic. Cage is all right, actually. Just here, it's like you can see. I don't think Cage is bad in this film at all. Hey, he compared for, to for Cage. Compared to what we saw in yeah. Between Worlds, this is an Oscar performance. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, it's, I was, he's fine. He's, I was absolutely yeah. fine. But there's a great scene that he's in later on. Yeah, he holds it together. Yeah, he does this, this movie, um, and so he, he, yeah, he has that sort of bit of a bonding uh, moment with Kenny. Yeah, uh, Steve comes out with the coffee. Yeah, and and just as they're about to drive away, Cage sort of says, "Ah, that." Uh, that car is parked right in front of the bank. It's in the it's red in the, zone. It's in the red zone. Which always reminds me of airplane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, parked in the red zone. Should we go over? We should go over and investigate. Yeah. So they drive move up, him on or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. move him on. So they go. They drive up behind him and they just sit there in the car. They don't get out. They don't move or do anything. They just sit behind. I think that's car. supposed to be tension. Just, yeah, just to see if this guy was going to leave. I think he's supposed to add tension to the movie. I think. Yeah, and obviously there's one guy still sitting in the car on the outside, and. He kind of spots him and he eyeballs that they're there. And he so he radios to the guys yeah. inside and says, "Oh, might have some uh, some interested cops." Yeah. So the guy who's running the show on the inside says, "Do we ever get names for the mercenaries?" Uh, a not... couple. I th- I think the getaway driver is called Hyde. Okay. I think, and obviously you've got Trey. You forgot about Trey as well. <laughs> I did forget about Trey for a minute. I don't know what Cage Junior is called. I don't know if that comes. I don't up. know if that comes up. So the guy who's in, who's running the show on the inside tells Trey. Trey tells Hyde to make the call. Is what he says. Yeah. So Hyde gets his mobile phone out and he make, rings a number and the cafe blows up. Yeah. So the, where the bomb was early, that was planted earlier on, they've blown up a cafe that's not in the same place. It's not the same cafe that was over the road from the no. bank. So um, I presume a couple of blocks away. Yeah. Then obviously instantly over the radio in the cop car comes. Cafe's blown up, all units respond. Yeah. Everybody get over Potential there. Potential terrorist situation, they Which, say. So they've done this as a distraction to get all the police away. Yeah. But Mike's not having that. He's like, we've got Kenny in the back. He's like, we, we can't, can't go to that. We can't go to a terrorist, potential terrorist site. We've got a kid in the back we've of the car. We've got a kid in the back of the car. We'll stay here, keep our eye on what's going on here. And then you see a scene of Kenny's mum in the hospital and they're preparing for patients. Yeah, so all the, all the people in the hospital are watching the news. Yeah, she works in A&E, doesn't she? So she's yeah. watching the and news. And this is so. the first time it's revealed that she's a doctor. Yeah. Whatever. And I, I didn't I even pick it was, up it was the same actress. I thought it was amazing. I was like, <laughs> of course she is. 
I didn't pick, uh, this scene, I didn't, I didn't pick it up until later on that it was the same one. Of course, woman. everything is connected. Yeah. Um, so they're getting prepared, ready, because they know a lot of people are going to be coming in from this explosion. And I said Cage is really good in this. Everybody else, who are not the main three, are awful. Oh, no, so, I thought Steve was awful as well. Yeah, he was pretty bad. There's a scene where he is really bad <laughs> that's coming up. I'll point that out. But, I, I would. The only people I would give any credit to in this movie is our Nicolas Cage and the, uh, plays the lad who plays Kenny. Yeah. Everyone else. Just go in the sea. <laughs> Get in the fucking sea. The, there's a couple of this one in particular where she's like she's briefing all the other doctors, and all the doctors are like, "Oh my god, there's an explosion! What are we gonna?" It's, it's so bad. It is so bad. And then there's another. There's a cop lady later on who's really bad. Wooden. So wooden. Yeah. Really, really bad. So the, the whole I've written here. The whole supporting casting is awful. We cut away from the hospital and we meet back up with the Interpol lady. What was her name? Rossi. Rossi. And she's going to head to the scene of the explosion as well because she figures, I've just found just found some mercenaries and now we've seen Kathy's blown up. It's probably connected. I don't know how big a town... I don't think it's very big. Chesterford, Massachusetts. But it, it doesn't seem to be very big. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Certainly not sure they'd be able to cope with this number of casualties that are about to start. No pouring in and there's like they have a lot of police they do have a lot of police <laughs> that's very out. true then we go back to the bank and the driver of the car gets out the driver of the getaway car gets out and he starts firing bullets yeah and for the remainder of this film nobody stops firing bullets nope <laughs> it's literally now until the end of this film it's gunfight yep it's gunfire for Just the last constant 40 minutes constant there's never a scene where there's not gunshot going off percentage wise how many bullets hit something <laughs> not many <laughs> really no one many. can shoot for shit in this film and i'm not kidding you when i say there must be a million bullets shot in this film <laughs> it's constant it's seriously yeah. it never stops does it yeah. it just doesn't ever stop from this point onwards from the minute he fires that first gun at their car it's gunshot after gunshot after gunshot so you've got um the getaway driver in this indeterminable gun battle yeah with uh mike and Steve can't get out of the car at first. Steve's he's stuck. stuck in the car. Mike and seat- Kenny have managed yeah. to get out. Steve's stuck. His seatbelt's stuck. Because they crash it, don't they? Yeah. Because they're trying. Because when he starts shooting, they reverse it away. Yeah. And they crash it into something and it jams Steve's seatbelt so he can't get out. Um, inside the bank. Trey shoots Trey the shoots security, the security guard. guard. And outside, there's a proper shoot on going on now between Nicolas Cage and Keg. Tidy. What's his name? Hyde. Hyde. And can I tell you the next bit that made me laugh? Yeah. So does this shoot... At the minute, it's just... Because Steve's still stuck in the patrol car. Yeah. It's just the Shout two characters team. shooting at each other. Yeah. Kenny's like lying on the floor behind the car. And then, really randomly, a builder <laughs> just runs into the gunfire and dies. Yeah, he just gets shot. Just runs straight through the middle I, of the... I say he was a builder. He could have been the construction worker out of the out of the village people. Could He just had a red high vis on. Yeah, and a, and a, and a, yeah, and a hard hat. So he's run from somewhere safe towards <laughs> yeah. the bank. Yeah. Just, just through this gunfight. In the, in the gun <laughs> it fight. just really made me laugh. <laughs> Steve eventually frees himself from the yeah, he car. manages to cut he's his got like a pocket knife. He's got like a pocket knife. And he, do- so he, he starts, joins the gunfight. He starts shooting. It's just chaos. There's, people are shouting. There's cars reversing everywhere. It's how has Nicholas, gunfire going how has, off. How has Mike got all this ammo? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> it just... How has anybody got this ammo? How has the town got this much ammo? Well, at least we've seen the mercs like yeah. load up and we knew they had a warehouse full of weapons. He's got one of those pistols that holds a million bullets. Yeah. 
the ba- the guys in the bank obviously can hear this, so they take the hostages, don't they, and put them in the office. Yep. So they take them around the back of the bank, and more cops show up from somewhere. And then they can, yeah. Then um, a couple of the mercs go back to the bank window, and they start yeah firing shots as well. Uh, yeah, and then Cage manages to get a shot in on the guy, the getaway driver. Yep. Hide. Uh, he manages manage to shoot him in the leg, doesn't he? Yeah, but and then immediately before or after, I'm not sure in which order it happens. It yeah. doesn't really matter. But Hyde shoots Steve in the leg as yeah. well. Take just gets him. That's so one all. <laughs> one all. The bad guy. Bad guy. Hyde. Hyde. I can't, why can't the driver. go in my head? He kind of makes a run for it at that point, and he shoots a lady, doesn't he? Yep. And steals her car. Yeah, totally uh, GTA's off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, what he does, he opens the car door, shoots her, pulls her out, and then gets in her car. And he drives away, and as he's driving, he's kind of driving towards Nick Cage, yeah, or Chandler, or whatever he's called, and Cage is shooting at the car, and gets one on his head. Yeah. Shoots him in the head. One merc down. One merc down, so he's he kind of crashes the car, doesn't he, because he's been shot in the yeah. head, as you would. So it kind of calms down a little bit outside at this point. Yeah, but, uh, and, and then this is where Mike does his acting. Oh my God. And he's like... <laughs> it's awful. He's like, I'm, so, I'm never going to see my baby. <laughs> it's like, it's, Mike... Mike, today's the day I die. I'm dying today. <laughs> he, he says, I'm dying here, man. You know, and, um, I'm bleeding out. Oh, it's so bad. And he's literally... Tell got, my wife I love her. He's got a tiny graze on his leg. I know. And he doesn't look ill. He doesn't look like he's dying. He's just sitting there, as healthy as me and you are now, with a little bit of blood pouring out of his leg. And he's doing this such, such acting. It's totally overacting. And it's really, I think it's really funny because Nicholas Cage's character, uh, Mike, <laughs> is just like, well, I'm just going to wrap it up. Yeah. just He's like totally calm. Yeah, he's like, like, you're not dying here. You've got a little hole in your leg. You're not going to die. <laughs> cover it. And Steve it looks brilliant. fine. <laughs> Cage even says to him, it's just a scratch, Steve. <laughs> it's so I bad. don't know what was going on here. And it's like, I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out. I'm going to die today. <laughs> and Cage just puts a bandage around him. <laughs> It was so bad. It is so bad. I don't know who this guy is, but wow. So they're pinned down because they're still yeah, they're getting shot at by the guys who are still in the bank. Yeah, remember Kenny's still there with them as well. And all the other cops are at this cafe where the bomb's gone off. Yeah. So they they're in desperate need of assistance. So Cage sort of manages to radio through. We've got a man down. We're taking on yeah. fire, gunfire, and we cut back to the cafe in the where the bomb's gone off. And Rossi turns up. <laughs> she she meets the like SWAT team leader. Yeah, and she's like, "Look, I found this clue. <laughs> it's the label of some C four. Yeah, that must have been what made this explosion." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh, brilliant, excellent, well done, good You're, work. You are very good at your job. The rumors says, are true." Then she says, "Can I help with anything?" And he went, "Yeah, go and talk to that waitress. Yeah, who just happened to be the waitress who was talking to the man in the thing earlier, the man in the cafe earlier who planted the bomb." Meanwhile, at the hospital, people are starting to come in, and then they get another in news about this bank robbery that's going on now yeah. they're like more people are going to come because she's like not another explosion <laughs> just like that and he's like, yeah it's, no, it's it bank robbery like, yeah it's, it's bank fine. robbery it's fine uh, meanwhile steve is still convinced that he's bleeding out it's like, mike i'm going cold this <laughs> is starts to shiver it's like dicaprio coming off the titanic oh, it's so funny honestly it's just watch it just for this it's so funny mike's uh potential death scenes so kenny's been like tasked with keeping him awake yeah yeah, that's why Cage is still shooting. He's, he's, he's like slapping him in the face. Like, Cage is still shooting at people. Cage's son, we didn't get a name for, but he's got a sniper rifle from somewhere now. So at this this point, the co- some of the cops are now coming away from the bombing and yeah. to the bank robbery. Yeah. So they're starting to get some backup. Yeah. But yeah, that was what was in the big the big gun case. A <laughs> big <sniper>. gun. <laughs> 
and uh, yeah, the 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 Merc that is played by Nicolas Cage's son starts. He takes a out. shot at Nicolas Cage, but he misses. Yeah, yeah. It just missed him completely. But he didn't miss anyone else. No, he killed. Convenient. He killed a different man, and then he killed another one. <laughs> and Steve's fading fast. <laughs> no, Steve. And he says to Kenny, "Have you still got your phone?" Because Kenny had managed, they, they had taken Kenny's phone off him. Yeah. And he'd managed to get it back as he got out of the car. Yeah. So, and he says to Kenny, film me. <laughs> this was even worse. So Kenny gets his phone and he's starting filming Steve. While this gunshot fight is still going on yeah. around them. He's filming Steve on his phone and Steve makes a goodbye video to his wife. Yeah. And and his unborn, unborn, un, un, unborn child. child. Do we know his child? Or I don't whatever. think it would, yeah, I don't think I, it would be at that point. And he's like, and he's like, you never knew me, but I'll always be your daddy. <laughs> That's a great impression. That's exactly what he does. I and then he has like a, films we can just then he has away. like a, a single tear falls down his face. Yeah, and then he just walks away. and He's like, "Kenny, turn that phone off." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dying. Yeah, I'm fine. And at that point, we cut back to Steve's wife, and she kind of sees what's going on on the, on the news. Yeah, she turns the news on. She turns the news on and sees what's going on. She knows he's a cop, so she knows he's probably going to be involved in either the bombing or the bank robbery. She tries to call him. Yeah, there's no answer. voicemail. So she uh, leaves the house. Yeah, she does. She just leaves. Who knows where she's going? Could be going anywhere. Meanwhile, there's lots of shooting still going on at the bank. Gunfires just never stops, as I said. So the, yeah, the, a couple more cops go down. Don't yeah, they? we've got a few more cops turning up now. So three or four of them make a move to move towards Steve and Mike and yeah. Penny. So um, you've got the Latino female cop who you mentioned mm, earlier. Awful. And her partner is like this jock. Who is awful. Fresh-faced guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's another guy, I think he's called Hanson, who's, who we see later as well. Yeah. So these are like three supporting Cops. police officers. So they make a move. And they get to Steve. They, they have to try and get, they want to try and get Steve away, don't yeah. they? Because yeah. Because And extract him. So they get there pretty easily, actually. Yeah. They're not very careful with how they move him, it's <laughs> fair to say. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> they literally drag him across this square. While they're dragging him, she takes a shot in the back as well, didn't she? Yep. She goes down. And then she gets literally mauled when she's getting taken away. Did you yeah. notice? He's like, her partner drags her by the feet. By the hair, sorry. By the hair. Was it by the hair? I think <laughs> okay. it was by the hair. Yeah, it was, because her feet are like clambering along the floor trying to keep up. Yeah, it was like, there was no uh, finesse about it whatsoever. So I, I didn't quite follow what happened, but but basically Kenny didn't keep up with them. Kenny gets separated because does he drop his phone? Like he dropped a moron? His, yeah, he dropped his phone, and he thinks. And by then, by that time, the gun start, gunfire started. Yeah, again. but he's he took his time to go back for it. Yeah, is this? Is. Do you think this film is clever enough to be making some sort of social commentary on, on no. how <laughs> uh, kids are so attached to their phone nowadays that even in this life or death situation, he's going to go. Back he values these. He values the importance just, of his device. He know that he'd got Steve's important message on that. And he needed to deliver this to Steve's wife. I think we were both giving it far too much. <laughs> Me too. Basically, he drops his phone. He gets separated from the cops. The gunfire starts up again. Yeah. So he just dives into the nearest car he can find. Yeah. So he's still stuck in all these this, these cars between yeah. the bank. Well, he's basically in the middle of the shootout. Yeah. But he's got his head down. He's in the back of another car. Yeah. Steve gets put in an ambulance and driven away. Still conscious. Still not dead. <laughs> Still absolutely fine. Well, not fine, but not. yeah. And we never. That's it. Steve's gone. You do see him once more. Yeah, I know. But for like, he's we'll, out of the. We'll talk about it in a, yeah. when we get there. But yeah, there's not much follow up on Steve. No, really not. This is a, at that point. As soon as the ambulance is gone, Cage is like, "Oh, I've lost the ride along." Yeah, he's like, "Oh my god, we've lost Kenny." <laughs> I really wanted Kenny to die. <laughs> 
Which one of you killed Kenny? And he takes a phone call at this point from his daughter, who yeah. he's estranged from. And Gunfight's still going on, but he answers his phone. He answers his phone. They're kind of around a corner now, yeah. aren't they? He tells her, look, he's, he's in a bad way. Yeah. It doesn't look good. He's in the back of an ambulance. He's in the back of an ambulance on, the way on his way to hospital. <laughs> then we go back to Kenny. Now, did you catch what Kenny did here? Yeah, so... Kenny's um, battery's going rapidly on his phone. Yeah. So there was a doll in the back of the car. Yes. So he's took the battery out of the doll. Yeah. It's like one of them square, rectangular, like nine volt ones, isn't yeah. it? And he's got a charge cable from the front of the car. Yeah. Which happens to be the same one he needs for his phone. Yeah. And he has managed to affix the battery to the charge cable to get enough charge. He pulls a doll apart and rigs a phone charger. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Some, he's like MacGyver. To give enough juice to his phone so he can call his mother. Yeah. Basically. Why couldn't he just phone into the USB port of the car? I don't know. <laughs> it was so silly. Lisa arrives at the, Lisa Cage's door. I don't know if we mentioned her name. He, she arrives at the hospital at this point. And Can I say what this also made me... I, I've put ha 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 because she walks into the hospital, walks past reception through one set of doors yeah. and in front of her... Steve just lying on a bed. Being operated on. <laughs> yeah. And the doors are open. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just like this just, operating theatre, and I was just like, the receptionist is like, what? <laughs> There's an operation just going on. <laughs> the receptionist is like, you can't go back there, and then just leaves. And yeah. she goes back. She goes in there anyway, and all the doctors are like, get off him, get off him, because she's hugging him. Yeah, and she's like, we're working here, get off him, and she just won't get off him. And she's like, this is your husband, get the fuck off him, so they can save his life. But then, as this is happening, the lady cop is wheeled in. Yeah, she's in the bed next to Steve and Kenny's mum is there assessing the lady cop. <laughs> so all these people who all happen to be important yeah. and have information are all suddenly together. Um, and, and the lady cop happens to say to Lisa, oh, uh, yeah, Steve, you've seen Steve. Mike's, your dad's still out there. Uh, he's looking for the kid. <laughs> and the doctor's like, the kid? That must be my son. <laughs> that must be my son. <laughs> oh, dear. So, but then... I have a question, though. Go on. How did Lady Cop know the no, kid was missing? Exactly. Because she got shot before they'd noticed that he was missing. Yeah. I was going to say exactly the same thing. I don't think this film holds up to scrutiny. I completely agree. She, How did she even know that they had a kid, had a ride-along? He might have been with them when they first got to I don't think she ever met him. and Steve. I don't think she ever met him. No, but when they went to pull them out, he might. they might have seen them then. Possibly. And then he... Just didn't make it all the way back. He, Kenny was definitely not missing when she got shot. No, she wouldn't know that she he wouldn't didn't know that he make it back. Yeah. No. I agree. I um, thought it was hilarious. So she, his mum obviously starts panicking a little bit, but suddenly her phone rings. Yeah, as she's, so as she's in this, this mid-panic. And it's Kenny, conveniently, because he's managed to get this doll to charge his phone for him. And all she says, she basically says to him, oh, you'll be all right. Stay safe. Yeah. It's the end of the phone call. Keep your head down. It'll all be down. over soon. Hide in the back of that car. Now there's a really weird scene next. Yep. So we're suddenly glad in, you spotted this. We're suddenly in the back of like the SWAT wagon. Uh, it's also night time now. Yeah. <laughs> Cage Mike is in there. Yeah. With the with the SWAT team leader. Yeah. I think Rossi's in there as well. I think she is. Yeah. And yeah, she is. He's basically debriefing the guys on what happened yeah. and it, the whole situation we've been through. And he's quite calm. And then suddenly he goes Cage. Full on batshit Cage. He goes apeshit at I've, the SWAT guys. There is nothing better in cinema than when Cage starts overacting. And he's like, but he's really obsessed with a weird detail. Yeah. He's like, why were you an hour late? What took you so long? You took an hour to get here. You left us to die. 
Yeah. But the SWAT guy doesn't go, we were dealing with a bomb. No, he doesn't. It doesn't say a potential terrorist thing around the corner. He just takes this caging. (laughs) It's amazing, though. Isn't it amazing when he starts shouting? He's proper cage shouting as well. You know when he does that wobbly voice thing that he does? But it's just really weird. It's amazing. It's so weird. And And the scene's just really weird. I want to question the timeline of this this film now as well. Because during this debriefing, Cage says, we arrived on the scene at 10 a.m. Yeah. It's now dark. What the fuck's happened? (laughs) The clock on the wall says 5.17. Right. It's pitch dark outside. It must get dark early in Massachusetts. That's fine. It can be winter. That's still seven hours and 17 minutes since they arrived, if they arrived at 10am, which they would have because they'd only just picked Kenny up. Yeah. And they'd gone to get some coffee for breakfast. This film's not been going on. There's not seven hours worth of stuff that's gone on. Unless, since Steve got taken away, they've all just sat around in the the corner for five hours. And they've just left Kenny. They've just left Kenny in that car. (laughs) Why it had to be nighttime at the end of this film, I don't know, but the timeline does not hold up at all. I don't know if you spied it, but it does not hold up. And then Cage leaves. Yeah. And the SWAT guy and Rossi then have an equally weird conversation. Yeah. And because she's, we know he's amazing and efficient and good yeah, at her job. Great at her job. She basically says, when you storm the place, they're going to try and escape yeah. in the confusion. Because they're waiting for you to attack now. Yeah. That's what they do. They're mercenaries. They're, if you attack, they will beat you. And, and she's like, yeah, you. they'll create confusion. And whilst you're storming in, they'll try and escape. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, yeah, but we can't not go in. Yeah. We've got hostages to rescue. Yeah. <laughs> it was, again, it was just weird. It was weird. It was a really weird conversation. It wasn't how normal people talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut back inside the bank for the first time in seven hours. Yeah. And... Somehow, one guy's still got a phone on him. Yeah. So he gets shot. Yeah. Because he really unsubtly just gets his phone just out. Just in front of everybody. In front of the Just gets it out of his pocket. It's like, oh, been here seven hours. I'm going to get my phone out. Now I'm going to go for it. So he gets shot, and then the bank manager kind of confronts one yeah, of them. He suddenly he? grows a pair, doesn't he? Suddenly grows. He's the only one who couldn't sit on the floor. I think he was too old and fat. Because he, he wants to get chair. back for his anniversary. <laughs> so he confronts one of the mercenaries, and he says to him, because the mercenary puts a pistol to his head, yeah. and he says, "If you," the bank manager says, "If you're going to shoot me, just shoot me." So he does. So he does. <laughs> he just shoots him in the head, and that's the end of him. And then, <laughs> then we go back to Mike. Yeah. And and it's like he has a brainwave, and he's like. Kenny must still be out there in one of those cars. It's it's only been five hours, but now I think we should do something about it. Yeah, and the lieutenant SWAT guy says, no, just leave it to us now. Yeah, we're We're, going in. We're going in. We'll take control. Um, Just stand down. And so Cage is like, okay, no problem. So he goes outside. Picks up an assault rifle. Picks up an assault rifle. Nobody's got the right. Back into the scene. Off a table and just runs off. It's got a scope and he's kind of, Cage is kind of hiding in a bush. Yep. And he looks through this scope and instantly just finds Kenny's head. Yep. Like straight through this scope, through this, and there's a car. There's Kenny's obviously still in the car and it's kind of speeding up now because the SWAT guys are moving in. The hostages are all lined up in the lobby. Yeah. So the mercs line, line them up in a row. They're creating a, yeah, they're getting yeah. ready to create a distraction. Exactly, yeah, exactly like Rossi said. what Rossi said would happen. And some other guy turns up to help Cage. So that's Hanson. That's the that's, third yeah. cop who helped him earlier uh, get get Steve out. So you've got and, a- and Cage is like, I've got to go and get Kenny. And Hanson's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> so you've got two kind of interspersed for the rest of the film. You've yeah. got two kind of interspersed scenes of Hanson and Cage trying to rescue Kenny and whatever's going on inside outside the bank. Cage is like, okay, well we're brothers, so let's go. Yeah, <laughs> they've got no armor on. No. Just that he's literally still in their shirt and tie. They're like yeah, cop uniforms. Cop uniforms. They've got a gun each and yeah. a rifle that, K- that Cage stole. And they get to Kenny really quickly. They do. 
and just rescue him basically but yeah. while, while this is happening the what hostages are all let out of the bank yeah so they're literally fl- they're they're so Trey puts something in one of the hostages pockets yeah and they basically like um you know when a dog chases sheep yeah that happens and all the <laughs> hostages just like funnel out into the yeah. square and they kind of get hidden behind a SWAT van, don't they? The yeah. SWAT guys move them. So, but there's people everywhere. So the yeah. SWAT teams coming in. The hostages have been let out. There's, there's still some gunfire. There. Yeah. And this this hostage that's got this thing in her pocket says, "He put something in my pocket." And this one of the cops goes, "Okay, what is it?" So he grabs it out of the pocket, recognizes it as a bomb. Yeah. Grenade bomb, yeah. whatever it is. And he's like, "Oh shit!" And he kind of runs away. Yeah. And then it blows up, and he kind of. He went down like a rag doll. Yeah. Did you see? It was yeah, really everywhere. weird. It, bits of him go everywhere. It's a really good scene. His arm kind of flies behind his head and he just gets blown up. So the rest of the SWAT team go, go in. Go in because the hostages are uh, uh, Like four of them get exploded at once. Straight away. As soon as they get through the door, they get blown up. Because uh, like, well, we know these mercs have got all this hardware. Yeah. So they've kind of rigged, rigged a load of stuff up in the foyer of the bank. Yeah. And just as Rossi predicted they would, they kind of get out in the melee. Yeah, so they've they've split the the money into three different bags. There's only two of them left. No, three of them three left of them at them. this point. So they, um, yeah, the only one they've lost is the driver. So yeah. they split the money into three three different bags, and they all they, they basically just run for they it. They head a different direction each. And I've put this is their big plan because instantly two of them get killed. Yeah. <laughs> so these are like top level mercenaries. They've been builders this all the way through this film. Yeah. So Case Junior gets shot. Yeah. And then one of the other the ones other gets, one. gets shot. You're just thinking, oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like all this time they've been planning this whole thing, and the the whole plan was to just run when they get when the hostages they got out. So lead mercenary Trey, yeah, he manages to somehow avoid all the SWAT and police, yeah, and kind of emerges further along the car park, yeah, just in front of Nicholas Cage, yeah, exactly where Cage and this other guy are. The guy was it Hanson? Yeah, he gets taken out. He gets one in the leg, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah, and Cage also gets shot. Yeah. He, Cage gets shot in the leg. Hanson gets killed, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets killed dead. Yeah. This guy kind of comes around the corner of the car. Yeah, he's standing, standing over, over Mike. Cage. Yeah. Mike. I keep calling him Cage. Yeah, Mike, as if he's going to kill him. And then all of a sudden, this guy gets shot. Yeah. And you're like, who's done that? Everybody's dead. Obviously, Kenny did it. Yeah. Kenny shoots the bad guy. Then Rossi swoops in to the, for the kill to finish him yeah, off. She, yeah, because Kenny doesn't kill him. No. But Rossi, Rossi finishes him off. And that's kind of pretty much the end, isn't it? And then that guys are all dead. The the shooting finishes there, and I'm not exaggerating to say the shooting never stopped. No, (laughs) I can't exaggerate this enough. Even when they were in the hospital, you could hear it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cage and Kenny are sitting in the back of an ambulance next to each other. They're not talking; they're just sitting next to each other, kind of getting over what's just happened. And his Kenny's mom shows up. Yeah, she's obviously been relieved from hospital, hospital. where hundreds of people are (laughs) lying, yeah, dead or dying. And then Lisa shows up. And she has a big reunion with Cage, doesn't she? Yeah. And then... They say, yeah, I love you, Dad. I love you, Dad. They have the big reunion. And then the next in the next scene, Cage is kind of arriving at home. and It's one year later. He's, does he's it out, say one year later? Yeah, yeah. He says does one it? year later and he's out for a jog. I have never seen a person look less like he goes running <laughs> than Nicolas Cage as he's running in yeah, this short scene. Agreed more. Couldn't agree more. I didn't catch it said one year later. I must have missed yeah, it. Because I was like, some time has passed here. He gets home from his jog and everybody's there at his house and it's a surprise party. Yeah. And Steve's there. Yeah. Remember him? Remember the guy who died earlier? Didn't die. He was fine because he only got a fucking graze in his leg. Yeah. Um, the baby's been born. Yep. 
little girl. Cage's got a grandson, a granddaughter. Yeah, I think she's in pink. Yeah, I think she is. You're right. And Kenny's there as well. Yep. And Cage turns to Kenny and says, because he's looking at the pictures on his mantelpiece. Of his dead wife and stuff. Of his dead wife. And he just turns to Kenny and says, take some new pictures. He's he's like, have you got that phone you always carry around with (laughs) you? Take some new pictures. I think I need some new pics. End of film. Yeah. What did you think of 211, Nicholas? It's terrible. It's really bad. It's an awful film. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. That's exactly how I would describe it. It is brilliant, but it is shit. <laughs> but it's one of those films that is so bad that it's really good. I, whether it caught me in the right mood yeah, or I what. I think it must have. It, I found it hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's brilliant. It, it's stupid. It flew by. Yeah. Well, to be fair, nothing happened for... There was only an hour's worth of film. <laughs> but, yeah, but so I, we're talking about Between Worlds from, from our first season. That was... Pro- I think that was shorter than this. Probably. That dragged like... Yeah, I don't know Like, what. I feel like I'm still watching it now. Like, this is fun. This is so much fun. That scene where Cage is just overacting and they just let him off his leash for yeah. 10 minutes. Brilliant. It's incoherent. Everyone here is terrible, yeah. apart from Nicolas Cage and... and, and the guy who plays Kenny. It's also coincidental that everyone knows each other. Everyone's in the right place yeah. at the right time. My mum's a teacher who's a hospital worker who's, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But it's exactly the sort of thing I wanted to watch from doing this show. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what we were looking for. It's batshit crazy, fun as anything, mental shit film. It's how <laughs> to do a really simple story really it's yeah. just a bank robbery and then just totally go off the rails with it yeah just have some fun with it and just enjoy it yeah cage looked like cage for the first time in a long time cage looked like he was really enjoying himself he looked like he was having a lot of fun playing the part and because he makes a lot of films these days we've mentioned oh, yes. this before he makes what 18 films one year yeah, was it? it was something like that well, he looked like he really enjoyed this one. Which you can understand why, because he's only in this one for 50 minutes. Well, yeah, they're right. that's true. <laughs> so he, was probably, he probably knocked it out in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I really enjoyed it. I'd recommend it to people. It's, it's I would say, you want to see like something stupid and bad, go and watch this. Yeah. It's d- awful dialogue, terribly acted, uh, badly directed, really quite annoying, actually, <laughs> for the amount of gunfire. For, for 40 minutes? Yeah. Non-stop. Oh, when that builder just ran into the gun. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so funny. There are some really funny bits. When Steve thinks he's dying, and he clearly isn't, it's is, it is brilliant. It's really brilliant. I had so much fun watching this. Yeah. So much fun watching this. I wasn't sure when, um, when another Cage film came out. I was like, is it too soon? But I actually am really happy. One every six months is fine. <laughs> I'm really happy. I... I well, yeah, but that's because I thought, oh, this is this going to be absolutely terrible? But no, I think we've ended on a high. I, I, I agree. It was tremendous fun. I'm not sure. Obviously, we know the Cage Kiss podcast. Yeah. I'm not sure if they've done it or not yet. I'd be I don't interested think, to hear. I don't think, I don't think they've think got that to any of his later. I don't know if they do them in order now. I think oh, they right, might okay. just be picking them at random. Okay. I'll, I'll, I might have a word from this week to talk about this film because I'm not sure if they've got there yet. And I'd be interested to see that, to hear their opinion on it if they have. Yeah, it's just, it's great. It's great. I don't care. It's awful. It's awfully great. <laughs> have you got a trivia question? We'll end the season with our final trivia. Yeah, I think I have two. I Ooh, need to decide which one. I've only one. got one this week. Do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, go on. Then. During this film, a cafeteria is blown up, or yep. a cafe is blown up. 
Do you know the name of the cafe? Oh, do you know what? I don't. Because both of my questions are, do you know the name of this thing? <laughs> and neither of them are the cafe. Oh. Um, I am a bit... Uh, it is a bit of a bastard question because it's never said. Oh, is it not? But it is on the sign. Because she goes out for a smoke just before it blows I up. I don't think either of mine are said either, though. I don't, I'm not going to know them. <laughs> I am. <laughs> for a fact. Okay. Is it the Cafe Coppola? No. Ah. It's called Garçons. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boys. Boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just made me laugh when I've seen it. Feels oh, inappropriate. Mm. Okay. Oh, well, that's a shame. I but finish on nine. You finish on nine. Right. Let's see what we can do it's for better you. Better than me. Oh, I'll let you choose. Do you want? Uh, do you want question one or question two? Can I hear them? <laughs> no. <laughs> question two. Okay. I need to turn turn the page over. Okay. I wasn't prepared for number two. <laughs> uh, can you tell me the uh, name of the bank? How do I not know the name of this bank? <laughs> The fucking whole film set in the bank. It's something... Oh, hold on. It's something investments and loans. Do you know, this is really interesting. Cause it's cause very similar to the one last yeah. week. And I thought, oh, it's similar to the one last week. Is it something investments and... Or savings and loans? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Savings and loans. Yeah. Is it just... Ch- what's the town called? <laughs> just... Chester... Chester... Chesterford? That doesn't sound right. Fucking hell. Is it the town name savings and loans? No. Oh, bollocks. I mean... <laughs> Did you it's know Chesterford? It's Chesterford. That's the town. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Chesterford Savings and Loans. Incorrect. What is it? Unity Savings <sighs> and Loans. Do I get half a point? No. Damn it! You, you never I let me really get. Close, half I was point. as close as I've ever been to one. Do you want my other one? Yes. What was the name of the school? I don't know that either. Chesterford High School. Harrison High School. I, I've realised how unobservant for films I am. Because <laughs> you're. You started off really well. I know. I've not got one right for about eight. Probably 10 weeks, maybe more. You had me on the ropes. I think it was the Christmas one. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I finally got you here. Exactly. And you, you you managed to... I think it was 5-1 at one point. Yeah, you managed to know what the pin badge she was wearing was or something <laughs> random like that. I, I think thought it was, I was done I think, for then. I think I was 5-1 up at one point and you beat me 9-6. Yeah. How far... Strong second half. It's really weird because in real life, I'm quite observant and you're really not. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> when it comes to films, I'm... Obviously not as observant as I am in real life. Yeah, I quite enjoyed playing. I don't know if we're going to do it next season. We'll we'll have a discussion. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, let us know. We'll see. Let us know what you think. Congratulations, nine six. I think six out of twenty five. <laughs> fucking shocking. <laughs> oh come on, nine out of twenty five isn't great. Let's it's honest. not great, but it's better than six. That brings us to finalising the stream table for season two. We're going to end it here. Yeah, I feel sad. I have no earthly clue where I want to put this film. No, I haven't either. <laughs> I'm going a bit of seat of the pants here. Oh, I think I do. Where are you looking? You appear to be looking a lot lower than me. <laughs> My gut instinct is that it is better than Burning Sands, but it's not as good as Miracle Mile. It's not as good a film as Burning Sands, but I enjoyed this way more than Burning Sands. <laughs> yeah, you can't enjoy Burning Sands. It's not a film to enjoy, is it? It's, it's, it's a tough, hard, horrible film brutal. to watch. Brutal. Yeah. I've got no good memories of Burning Sands. What's what's uh, just above Miracle Mile? Just to remind myself, Nineties. The Nineties, the world. I don't think it's as good as that. That's no, a proper it's, good, that's a proper it's, good it's, French film. It's got to go below Miracle Mile. I think so. Yeah. Fucking, we've got a Nicolas Cage film in twelfth on our stream table. How's that happened? Well done. Halfway point. Well done, Nick. So that's it. Shall I run through the whole stream table? Yeah, go on. Give us go go quickly. I'll go from the bottom. That's going to confuse me because I'm not looking at it with that one. <laughs> so remind me when we get there. So. Oh, the last week's films isn't in there either. Where did that go? <laughs> I might regret to say it this. 
I'm going to try and do it from memory. Buster's Malheart finished bottom, 25th. Small Crimes, 24th. Stop me when I get to last week's stuff. I've completely forgotten. Yep. Uh, the Anomaly finished in 20 sec- 23rd. I'm already going wrong. Blackwater finished in 22nd. Clinical finished in 21st. The Clapper finished in 20th. I think that's a fair... Because at one point that was really rising. Yeah. <laughs> I think 20th is fair. Because <laughs> it's yeah. shit. Knocked down a couple of places. He's out there, finished at number 19. The Super finished at number 18. The Resort finished at 17. Somewhere around here, wasn't it? Christmas break-in at 16. Yeah. I think the last laugh was in there. The last laugh goes in there somewhere. Uh, Emo the Musical. 11. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Burning Sands. Then the film that we've just said. This one. 2.11. <laughs> it's been a long night. We've been recording for nearly three and a half hours. Miracle Mile. The Night Eats the World. Office Uprising. Michael Inside finished high. That was the first episode. That was in eighth. The Babysitter, seventh. Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie in sixth. And the top five for this season are... Big Boys. The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot, which is my wildcard film. The Endless, from episode 21. In third was What Keeps You Alive. That was stayed in second for so long. So, so long. Animal World finished in second. That was Ross's wildcard. And Hush finishes at number one. In the bottom of the stream, season two, scene t- stream table. Been there since episode six. Been there for 19 weeks and was it never really showed any signs of getting beaten. No. Animal, Animal, World, took what keep, um, Animal World took what keeps you alive from second place, but it never really challenged Hush. Yeah. Nothing got close to Hush this season. Hush is a fantastic piece of film and deservedly stays in at number one. Congrats. Well done. Well done, Mike Flanagan. And your missus. <laughs> I've got a name. Katie Sieg- Siegel. Siegel, yeah. That's it. Stream table's done. Bottom of the stream season two's done. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded, listened, streamed us. However you do it, we really appreciate I'm it. So proud of the fact that we've managed to do two seasons of this now. Nearly a full year. We've never missed a week. We've done more than a week's worth of episodes every week yeah. this year. We've done 53 or four episodes this year. Yeah, counting a couple of extra counting ones. a couple of bonus ones. And the Christmas special. Thank you. Everybody who's listened, helped, partaked, guested. It's just been a great great year. Yeah, it's been a really good experience. We did not expect half the amount of listeners listens we've had. Not at all. Uh, And we've had a great time doing it. And we will continue to do so. We've got Patreons. People pay to listen to this. I know. And we'd like more. (laughs) Please come and Patreon us. We've watched 50 films now. Just spread the word. Just Please just tell your friends. Tell anybody what we're doing here. And we really enjoy it, and it's really good fun. And we're not going to stop because next week we've got the Botskas. And at the end of the Botskas ceremony, we will pick the first film for season three. And we've also got a bonus episode coming that's going to run through that stream table. Yeah. And we've got all sorts of shit coming. And then season three starts. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We'll be a, a year old the first week of season three. So we might do something to celebrate during that week as I'll well. I'll bring cake. Oh, amazing. I like cake. Good. Thank you again. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we will be back next week with the Butskers, first annual Butskers ceremony. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.